Welcome to Unicycle Life Podcast. STFU London. Unicycle Life Podcast. King of the Lockdown Edition. Hello and welcome to the Unicycle Life Podcast, Episode 7. And you would have just heard the brand new Lockdown Edition intro uh, from Team 6 on the UUU's King of the Lockdown competition. So I'm really excited to use that. Um, this, well, I was going to say this week, but it's been a long time since we've done the last episode. This time we've got Marie Schlenker, Peter Bates and Sandy Armstrong in the podcast crew. So welcome to everybody. Um, I believe, Sandy, this what is your it? first podcast. It is, yes, yeah. I haven't had the chance to sit down with you in real life and record one either. So yeah, this is a... It's a sort of half debut. Yeah, this is a bit different to normal. Um, and we've got plenty to talk about, weirdly, because nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really weird. Strangely, lockdown has been sort of productive in terms of unicycling, but also very much not. I'm not sure about any of you others, but... I thought lockdown was going to be really good for me in terms of having like loads of time to do unicycling stuff. Um, but actually, like I've had loads of time to do unicycle stuff, but my motivation has gone right down. And I really find it a struggle to do anything these days. I don't know if anyone else has had that. Really? I've had like uh, intense bouts of motivation and then... Uh, yeah, I had a job interview like three weeks ago, so everything kind of crashed for that, and now it's kind of picking back up. Um, yeah, like the UUU stuff, the King of Lockdown, that was a real big helper, but after that, I just plummeted. I was like, oh no, no motivation to ride. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, been I've got pretty much the same story. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had loads of ideas to do stuff. Like, I've been meaning to do this podcast for ages, and I keep thinking, like, right, I'll schedule it. I'll set up a meeting with everyone tomorrow, and then tomorrow becomes next week, and then next week becomes next month. And it just, yeah, there's no kind of, like, incentive to do anything, for me, anyway. Well, for it's... me, it's been, like, completely different. Like, I've been riding nearly every day, basically. Wow. Like, since lockdown started. Like first with the king of the lockdown um, and then now the video competition and yeah in between it's just like nice to get out and do something like I don't have many things to do anymore so like I feel unicycling is the only thing I can do by myself so yeah mm, I think oh, yeah I was kind of similar at the start and then I kind of realized that there's no end in sight to this like I we're past day 100 uh, here and like I don't think we're getting back in the lab next week but it's like once every fortnight so one day every 14 days to go in the lab it, it just feels like it's going to continue drag out for the next year or whatever what? uh, yeah yeah the uni here will be closed until January so um, mm. it's going to be a long time in home office um but yeah, I think unicycling is the thing that keeps me going at the moment. So I think I've just, this has made me realise I'm definitely a social unicyclist. I don't really ride by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm agreeing with that sentiment. I, I rode all, all the way through the UU lockdown challenge, but I think 
other, other than the couple of rides I've sort of, now that we can meet in groups of six, I've not really ridden much at all. Yeah, yeah. I've been out once with Duncan. I met up with him last weekend and we went riding uh, down south somewhere. And that was really oh. good, actually. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the best ride I've had for ages. Um, and we literally just hooned through the woods. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I went riding with Tyrion in London uh, this Monday, and that was amazing. It's, I mean, it's completely different if you have people around and you're like more motivated to, um, to learn stuff, and it's just nice to have a chat in between. Um, but like, I feel like filming. My, I never filmed myself, but I started during lockdown, and I feel like that makes big, a big difference because I know that I'm at least doing it for the camera. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like someone's there watching I mean, anyway. No one's watching, but like it helps like knowing that at least it's going to be on the camera and I can see what I've done, whether it has worked or not. So, yeah. Yeah. I found that to be a really odd sensation sort of during the challenges because I've never recorded myself riding before and it's just like prop putting up a camera in my back garden. I felt, I felt like it just, it just felt odd doing it when nothing was there that I was doing in front of a camera. Yeah. That uh, takes us nicely on to King of Lockdown, actually. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about was um, the UUU King of the Lockdown um, and how amazing that was. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know what to talk about it, but I feel like it's kind of kick-started UK unicycling again. Absolutely. I think there's yeah. quite a few people who have started to ride. Because I organised a ride last week. Everyone who turned up would... I mean, everyone but one person was somebody who'd learnt during the lockdown. I was going to say we had three oh, wow. new riders. That's amazing. Oh, that's cool. amazing. Yeah. And the unicycle.com store is like just sold out of pretty much <laughs> every part or unicycle. Everything, yeah. <laughs> I spoke to Rob. It's Rod. crazy. Like, I wanted to get a muni and I looked at it and there was nothing there. <laughs> I'm like that can't be true like and the reason I went to look for like munis was like I wanted a bike originally and I had to realize there are no bikes out there at the moment so I was like okay I might just do like muni tours instead and then I come to like the unicycle shop and you know like not many people usually buy unicycles I was completely gone <laughs> like nothing there yeah um, I was on the phone to yeah. Roger last week um and I asked him how it was going and he was like oh it's been so crazy um and he was like, we've got nothing left. He was like, we have one Muni left. And then in the background, I heard Nick shouting like, it's just sold. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's really good for unicycling. Um, also, I think the uh, Facebook uh, chat group, UK Unicycle Chat, has like 185 people now. Uh, and that's been like from like the 20 people that like I invited in the beginning it's been like a constant growth basically over just a couple of weeks and it's crazy every day I like admit at least one or two people into the chat which is crazy yeah I let someone in this morning and there's constantly new people and I think there's yeah. even more than got... just in UK unicycle chat as well every now and again you get those posts in unicycle chat where people ask where everyone else is and I always look through to see, and there's like, there's so many from the UK that aren't in UK unicycle chat. Mm. Yeah. Do you get worries that UK unicycle chat will become unicycle chat version two? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I am a bit so worried. So far I'm not worried actually. Uh, it's, I think it makes a big difference when geographically you're quite close to the people that are posting. I don't know why that is. 
Um, for me, it feels different anyway, because I feel like I could potentially meet up with those people and offer them like advice in real life. Yeah. I guess maybe culture as well, like in the UK, like a lot of the sort of unicycle chat gripe is that people just post pictures with nothing else to them but I don't know a unicycle in a hung up on a post or whatever but like maybe that's slightly different to where you're based on the world like maybe that's a thing that people do in I don't know Siberia versus people in the UK I don't know yeah that's an interesting point you could probably engage more as well because if there's just a random picture you might actually recognize it and it's it's somewhere you might have been before that's true yeah 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 true yeah i mean i think so far we only had like lots of um beginners filming themselves which i think is like a valid thing to do i think it's you know their way of sharing it with the community because i don't know the people yet so i think it's really nice um and i don't mind if you know like more people start doing that actually yeah i don't mind when it's because we can motivate them to come to the rides and things like that i think it's a really good starting point uh to just comment on them and i'm trying to comment on a lot of the posts like more than i would do in unicycle chat actually yeah me too i I really i'm trying to give out advice um because people are obviously posting and they they after advice and i'm definitely trying to make an effort to to give advice as much as i can more than i normally would um but yeah um and actually that kind of leads us on to something else that I wanted to talk about, which is the beginner levels and the UUU. Um, because for anyone listening um, who doesn't know, the UUU is the Union of UK Unicyclists. Um, and we're trying to revive it again because it's been dormant for a number of years. And um, so we're trying to kickstart the UUU again. And we're doing so by um, designing some uh, unicycling levels. And we're starting with the beginner levels and I think by some kind of fluke, we've done this at literally the perfect time um, because there are more new riders coming in now um, than at any other time, I think, that I can remember in the last 15, 20 years in unicycling. <laughs> um, so I think we've done these levels at the perfect time. We start with the beginner levels and then the idea is once you've completed the beginner levels, you can then go on and choose a discipline that you want to kind of specialise in and we're going to do levels for each of those disciplines. Um, but at the end of the UUU King of the Lockdown competition, we release the beginner levels, um, which are out now on the UUU website. I'll put the link in the description. Um, and I'm really excited about these. Uh, and I know Marie is as well. I can see her nodding. Yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely excited about it. Um the hype is real. it took quite an effort. Like we've been talking about this for well definitely over a year, like from the first conversation that we had about it. Um and there were so many people involved, uh looking at these, helping, uh having ideas, uh reviewing them, trying them. Uh so it's not just something that we came up with and made some levels, it's actually been uh tested quite a bit. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited that we have the first ones out there now and we're currently working on the discipline-based ones. And yeah, I think they're coming along nicely. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm really excited to hear feedback from like real people that are going to download them and try them out. Because obviously we've been testing them ourselves and we've been testing them with sort of people that we know, but we haven't tested them with like absolute beginners before or people that we don't know. 
So I'm really excited to see or to get any feedback on them. Yeah, I just realized I need to check the email address, actually, that people <laughs> sent the like full booklets to. <laughs> see if anyone's I haven't actually it done yet. that yet. You'll have like 50 <laughs> certificates to hand out or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think we said we do it like, you know, every couple of months because we can't do it on a continuous basis. But um, I should really check the email <laughs> <address>. <laughs> Yeah, it, I just had an idea actually. It'd be cool if um, we took booklets to rides, um, especially like what Pete yeah. was saying when all those people that turned up to that ride were people that had learned during lockdown. I was um, just thinking that I'll print them off and take them to the next ride. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm really looking forward to coming out and getting out with uh, the Northamptonshire lot as well. Or the, well, the Midlands lot, whatever they're called now. There's quite a few now. Mm. So most, most of them sort of started in the past few years as well. Yeah, it's really cool. The group's getting quite big. Um, moving swiftly on, uh, the next thing on my agenda is new impact products. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen um, the UDC post from yesterday. Um, there's a load of new product coming um, and I think it's mostly impact um, I've certainly the stuff I remember the impact but that's I think the post was about impact mainly yeah yeah, yeah there's uh, cranks right they're yeah new Eiffel like, Towers yeah yeah I think well you say new they're uh, <laughs> they're Eiffel Towers that are a different colour <laughs> <laughs> well, no, groundbreaking said... technology one one part of it is that the back end towards the pedal yeah is reshaped, but my eagle vision couldn't work that out from the pictures. What had changed? <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's done a bit of work on them. Um, I think there's either more or less machining out the back of them, and I, I can't remember which way around it is. So I don't want to speculate. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something that's different about them. I think they look nicer though. Their weight. They, yeah, I think they really. They should have been that colour from the beginning. Yeah, they pop yeah. quite nicely to the eye, and I think a lot of people like to remove the paint from their frame. So I think, yeah, either you have your frame painted, or you have these polished cranks, or you could have your unpolished frame. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, it looked really nice. I reckon. Or you could have a completely raw you. <laughs> Everything stripped. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's also the whole thing the the impact post which to me looks like a KH with an impact sticker on it I was going to say it is in conjunction with KH isn't it it is yeah yeah um, it looks like the KH one piece um, I'm on the UDC site now um, and it says all new seat post um, so there must be something different about it um, I mean, what's the diameter for the seat, uh, KH post? It's 27.2, and I, but I think they're doing 20... I think he said there was going to be 25.4 as well. Oh. Um, I'm sure I saw that in the post, although it doesn't actually say that on the um, unicycle.com website. Uh, but the, the picture they've got is 27.2, which obviously is a better one to have. I noticed that it said that it fits impact saddles with its the shape between your saddle and the actual seat post. Is there any difference between the kind of curvature of a seat post from, say, KH saddle to an impact saddle? I think... Because I recently tried an impact seat post, 
I don't know if it was a, you know, like the first iteration of that, or this new seat post that's coming out, but it kind of didn't fit my KH saddle all that well. So I swapped it out. How did it not fit? Because I know that the newer saddles tend to be flatter and the older saddles had more of a curve. Yeah, I think I might have the, the more curvy because the a lot of the metal didn't actually touch the plastic underside of the KH base. Uh, so I'm okay. wondering that yeah. maybe it needed a flatter saddle. Yeah. I've had the opposite way around where my seat post has been really curved and it bites into the base of the, the seat. Uh, on either yeah. end, it like digs into the. Well, when I had a plastic base, it would like dig into the plastic. Uh, I guess if you've got carbon, that's more of a problem. Yeah, you really don't want it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Cutting away at your carbon. No. Um, so, yeah, that's the seat post. The new handle's out as well, at last. So, the no hole, longer handle, um, which hopefully will sort out the problem of the horrible impact handle, um, like the big old square one. I don't know if anyone's ridden with one of those, but it was a complete disaster. I think I've tried for a couple of rides with it. This was back when I had a, an old prototype of the new base that they have now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, three fingers, I could fit three fingers in it. Yeah. It didn't feel too nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that that bigger handle will become sort of stuck? Um, or will it be a separate that you'll have to replace yourself? Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm guessing when the stock of existing handles run out, then they'll just switch over to the new ones on like full saddles. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Um, yeah, I guess so, because... I guess it's expensive to get the tooling made, so you'd want to make the most of it. And I know that yeah, it comes in like a hold version and a no-hold version as well. Oh, cool. Um, I read somewhere. I can't find it now. I'm frantically looking around the UDC website. Um, but yeah, I can't actually see it anywhere. I think it was in their Insta post where the most information was, strangely. Um, I think there's an article about it on the... Um website yeah, the, yeah new products i'm looking at the one the um uh impact well usercycle.com blog and it's just got about the impact products but i saw i swear it was on our oh, udc us as well they posted something with more information on um udc yeah udc usa Oh no, that's just the impact stuff as well. I'm sure there was more. There is, because I know that there's an air seat. Which I, I might actually I might actually test that out on my Muni. Because the last time I rode an air seat, it had a 12-inch inner tube inside it and duct tape as a cover. <laughs> and it was about <laughs> 17 or 18 years ago. <laughs> Sounds like a professional setup. Oh, that, that was professional back then, yeah. Um, and it literally had, like, the inner tube valve sticking out the back of the seat and you had to just, like, pump it up or let it down depending on how soft you wanted it. Um, but the... Was that announced? Sorry? Sorry, was that, that new one announced recently? Yeah. yeah. With that 
okay. So it's got um, cool. it's got like pockets of air inside it, like in the I guess in the foam, like trapped in the foam. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what that's actually like to to ride. That was it on my list of stuff to talk about. To be honest, um, oh no, it feels like not a lot's happened. I think stuff is bubbling under the surface, like happening. Um, like I feel like the first ride that we have after lockdown is re- like completely relaxed is going to be intense. I think there's going to be a huge yeah. turnout. I think it's going yeah. to feel quite strange Definitely. for yeah. travelling people... as well. Like uh, for people who like drive to the rides or whatever, I imagine it will feel all right. But I'm going to be getting on a train most likely through London to get somewhere else. That's going to feel quite intense after being locked down for 100 days. Yeah, although I had to take a train on Monday uh, because I needed a passport. Um, so I had to go to London for a passport application. Uh, and it turned out to be really empty. So I had the whole carrier through myself. And I was really worried because obviously um, trains and uh, like a lo- I pictured a lot of people actually, but it, it turned out to be a ride. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know what it would be like when the rides are allowed to happen again, because obviously, I guess at that point, more people would be taking yeah, the train. Yeah, I've got a feeling after um, yeah. the 6th of July is when they're yeah. call, well, kind of calling off the lockdown, right? I imagine things will start to pick up quite quickly after that. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting time um, for sure. I'm so ready for a unicycle meet, though. Yes. Yeah, same. I never realised. I mean, before we started doing STFU rides, like once a month, we used to do a ride maybe once a year. Um, And I I couldn't imagine what it'd be like having a ride every month at that point. Like if you'd said to me, we're going to do a ride every month, I'd have been like, holy crap, that's way too often. You can't have one that often. But now it's like, I just want to meet up with everyone once a month, please. (laughs) Yeah, I miss these really. Like, yeah. is it the rise or is it Looking spoons? Looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I, I've got a bit of a dilemma now because I obviously I really like the spoons part of the rides, but oh, yeah. but after what he did to all his employees, I really don't want to go back there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so find might... a local alternative. Yeah, we might have to start going to like small local places instead. I mean, local places could be fun. Yeah, equally as grotty. Don't have a vegan breakfast, though. <laughs> Not for a four quid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we might have to find an alternative to spoons, sadly. I'm I'm hoping we get loads and loads of new people turn up to the first one. Um, and actually, kind of on a related note, I've been talking to Tom and Molly at Radical Bikes. Um, obviously, we missed the UK Trials Championships this year, um, but they've been talking about doing a, an event when the lockdowns are like released um maybe a combined event so it'd be like bikes and unicycles and everything so um, it'd be like so that... radfest yeah it'd be like SDFU. yeah like oh, radfest cool. on acid um <laughs> so nothing's confirmed yet but it's a possibility it'd be really cool i bet it'd be a mad turnout for that just with the bike riders as well yeah 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 it'd be a swarm it would be like a legit festival. Um, right, so I've just seen we've got two minutes left on this. Uh, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, so everyone that's listening, thanks for tuning in. 
Um, it's been a bit of an odd one this time, um, although I think this works fairly well. Um, when people are listening, I don't think it will be too different to a normal podcast. So hopefully, um, yeah, that'll be good. But yeah, um, this is now on the YouTube channel because I didn't want to pay for SoundCloud. So <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel um, to get new episodes. Um, apologies to all the regular listeners who have to wait literally like three months. I think we did the last one in March uh, when we could all still meet up in real life. Um, so yeah, apologies for the massive, massive gap. Um, but this seems to have worked quite well. So it'd be cool to get this a regular thing um, until we're all allowed out again and, and then it'll probably die again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah thanks for tuning in um, links to all the stuff we've been talking about are in the description so if you're interested in any of the topics we're talking about go down below and hit the links and thanks to all of you lot for joining in um, and just chatting shit about unicycling for half an hour it's been great chatting shit is one of my specialties it's what I like to do on a Saturday <laughs>